You've been listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert, Ken Lane. Join the conversation every week as he answers timely garden questions. Email Ken a question directly from your phone to his desktop through the web at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. Now welcome back your host, Ken Lane. So we are coming into a time when some transition happens out in the garden. So yeah, it's fall color. The, the summer flowers, spring things are done. Summer flowers are kind of, you're looking a little tired. The fall, autumn things are going crazy. They're loving this stuff. There's another transition that I need to let you know about, especially if you're new to this Southwest area. Um, we're, we're into a time in autumn when snakes and they, they migrate. So they're going to be traveling. Not yet, but in, in just a week or two, I want to, I want to put a, a, a heads up for you so you don't freak out. Some of you, you, you Southern folk, my, my mother's a strong, deep South gal and all snakes are bad. But gardeners know good snakes, actually all snakes keep rats and chipmunks and gophers and they, they, they are really good for the garden. They're keeping the rodents down. They keep them from getting in the basements and your dugout, you know, that, that, that basement area, your, your grills, the hot tubs, the RVs, they're good. Some are more dangerous than others. So gardener snakes, little tiny racers, little cute snakes. They are good because they eat grasshoppers, mice, all kinds of stuff. They're really good. And they don't really migrate so much. They kind of hide under rocks in your backyard. The big snakes, they hibernate. So they're traveling sometimes miles to a, it sounds a venomous pit. Just this, they, they like to be together. So they kind of go in these, they, they go back to their home nest. And so we're coming to a time when, when you see almost more snakes than you normally do other times of the year. It's because they're in movement. And what happens, a big old four foot rattlesnake, uh, he's got, he's dangerous. You know, give him space, give him respect. What happens is they're crawling on the ground for miles and they literally get tired. They just get spent, worn out. And they just, they'll sit there in the driveway going, oh man, I can't believe I just, I just crawled three miles. I got two more to go. I just need to rest for an afternoon, maybe the, and I'll take off tomorrow. Just going to warm up on this nice dirt driveway or out on the pavers or out, out. Um, give them space. Literally, they'll be gone within just a few hours. They're just resting while they get their energy back and they'll move on by themselves. You don't have to take a shovel to the head. They're good for us out there. And I, obviously, I don't want one in my in my garage. That's like silly. But if I just kind of give them respect and let them go. But as you're walking those trails, just go around them. They're really tired. They're not going to come chasing you. They've got no energy. And so just give them some respect. The way you can identify a dangerous snake from a not so dangerous, let's say a big bull snake. That's the biggest of all the Arizona snakes. These things are like six foot long. They're massive. They're like anaconda, only Arizona style. Not quite that big. But they look sort of like a rattlesnake on steroids. But when you look at the head, so the body's huge. The markings, because it's not venomous, because it's not dangerous, it's the biggest of its species out in our head. They're not afraid of too many things. In fact, a bull snake or gopher snake, 
they eat rattlesnakes of all things and gophers and mice and rats. You want to get rid of pack rats? Have more, more bull snakes. But they get huge. So I'll get four, easily four foot of babies, a four footer. They go six or even longer. Uh, they get quite large. But if you look at their head, they don't have that triangular shaped, the jowls, the, the, the poison pockets. They got these, these little glands that have the poison. That's the rattlesnakes. So rattlesnakes have kind of a diamond shaped head, venomous, because they got those, those glands for poison that will come out and bite you. Uh, a, a, a bull snake does not have that, has more slender head to it. I mean, if in doubt, give it respect. Uh, but, you know, I, we had a big old five-foot bull snake come in the back gate of the garden center. You cannot have five-foot rattles uh, snakes crawling around the yard. Customers freak out. In fact, my whole team freaked out. So I walked back there. I picked him up by the back of the tail, not by the head, and just kind of walked him out. Actually, I walked him to a trash can. And he's big enough to stand up. He's almost as tall as I was. So I'm kind of jostling him so he stays down the bottom. Ran him across the rock pile, across the back of the garden, and let him go. So, And he has not been back. He just stayed back there. He just got lost. I don't know what he was thinking. I probably have rats and mice and things at the gardens. Probably in the back well house. They're probably, he was probably helping me out. But I can't have five-foot snakes running around. But I knew, looking at the head, it didn't have those big... Uh, glands that are poisonous. Now, I have seen a bull snake rattle, curl itself up and act like a rattlesnake. It actually makes a noise out of its throat and it will rattle its tail, although it doesn't have rattles at the back. It's another way, obviously, if it has rattles in the back, it's dangerous. Leave it alone. It's making a bunch of noise, give it respect. But it rattled and made a noise with the throat because it's going, I'm not dangerous and I know that. Maybe they don't know that if I act like I'm a rattlesnake. And so you just let, they're going to be migrating here in two, three weeks. Give them some respect. If they come out in the gardens, let them go. And then sometimes they do like, they do like your garage and things, especially if you've got a, a refrigerator, some sort of heat source out there, they get cold. They're warm. They take, they get cold. They kind of wrap themselves up around the coils. You see that? Uh, I don't know what to do. You're on your own. Shoot, get a get a broom. Get them out of there. They they don't belong in the garage. <laughs> so snakes will be migrating shortly. If that freaks you out. Just kind of give them some space. You should be good. Got more in store for you right after this. If new neighbors are encroaching on your privacy, we have just the solution. At Waters, we have an entire section of thick, bold plants dedicated to privacy. Fall is a time to plant a new privacy hedge, and we're here as advisors. Take a quick measurement and snap a picture before you come visit, and you'll quickly be living in privacy once again. Plus, our team of experts know how to plant to increase plant growth next spring. We'll show you how. Waters Garden Center. We know privacy in your backyard. Mountain Gardener, your source for timely garden advice right for higher elevations. Guaranteed to make a difference in your yard this season. If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, please subscribe to The Mountain Gardener wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you'd like even more garden tips, tricks, and helpful advice, please check out my website at watersgardencenter.com for classes, videos, and more. Or my online garden center at top10plants.com. Throughout the week, Lisa and I can be found here at Waters Garden Center in Prescott.